0: On this episode of the 33 to 30% podcast, the guys and I talk about the week in wrestling that was, the week of January 29th. We talk about Monday Night Raw, NXT 2.0, AEW Dynamite Beach Break, Impact Wrestling from January 20th, and we talk about some special indie news with Ring of Honor, special announcement, and the NWA is heating up with a little podcast feud with Trevor Murdoch and Matt Cardona. All that and more right here on the 33 to 3rd percent podcast. Welcome to another episode of the 33 to 3rd percent podcast. I am Shano Makazowski alongside me tonight is Mike Lucky Strike Tobin and Corey Smug SOV Black. We're on the road to WrestleMania and we are in Royal Rumble part of the the year here and uh, that is automatically the road to WrestleMania where Big things are happening. Big fight feels. Let's talk some wrestling. This is going to be the 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 weekly show show. And then tomorrow night we're going to record our Royal Rumble predictions, our thoughts. So anything that I bring up about the Royal Rumble, the what? Obviously, we can talk about them. The what? The Royal Rumble. I said the Royal (laughs) Rumble. Twenty other pieces of trash. Thrown over the top rope. Have to get thrown over the top rope. Just let you know. Uh, But. Uh, every uh, the things that I had tonight that I want to talk about on the for the Rumble we'll talk about tomorrow and obviously we're taping on Thursday evening so SmackDown Live hasn't happened yet so we'll quickly just talk about what happened last week on SmackDown and then we'll kind of preview it quickly uh, tonight about uh, what we think will happen tomorrow night in Kansas City Missouri for SmackDown Live but um, first off how are you guys doing tonight I know a couple of you guys are are under the weather so I appreciate you guys being on how are we. Doing?
1: Oh, I'm sick, Shane, but I'm here for the betterment of the show, and, you know, because I'm pissed off all the time, so I might as well get some aggression out, um,
0: you know, right now. All the good podcasters do it, Tobin, so I appreciate you being here. Corey, hey,
2: three, Three weeks in a row, we're never doing it again. This is the last time this is going to happen. <laughs>
0: what do you mean? Oh, uh, we actually did a show?
2: Yeah, where we actually did a show, like, three weeks in a row. This is never going
0: <laughs> to happen again. It's, it's not. it's This is WrestleMania season. This, this is our bread and butter. So once it gets into the dog days of summer, you'll be getting the show like once a month. So that'd be great. <laughs>
2: if you're lucky and you nerds. Yeah,
0: if you're lucky, you nerds. And I'll, I'll, have a, I'll have a new kid by then. So i don't have time for you guys. well, uh, <laughs> let's start off with Monday Night Raw uh, from January 24th. Uh, the opening of the show. Brock Lesnar, Bobby Lashley, the weigh-in. Obviously, just to hype up there. Their big uh, showdown, big fight feel, going into the Royal Rumble at the Dome in St. Louis. I, I feel that the the Dome in St. Louis, or what I used to call it, uh, it used to be called. I keep thinking of the RCA Dome, but that was in Indianapolis. It was called the like Edward James Dome when it was like the, the St. Louis Rams. I'm pretty sure there hasn't been an event in there since the Rams played football in there. They There's named it Edward
2: James almost. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. My, Miami Bikes, man. He's the man. Ever James Almost. He's the commissioner.
1: And, and may I say, uh, Brock Lesnar rocking that cowboy hat, just tremendous. That's what a real cowboy yeah. looks like, Paige. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but apparently, the, the fans online said that Brock Lesnar's trying to steal the gimmick of Hangman Paige. Oh, these loser weird.
1: lifeless AEW marks <laughs> saying he's that? stealing his gimmick.
2: Get they're the picture on Brock. You better sell that ranch and get out of there quick.
1: Yeah, because I'm he sure did. Brock Lesnar's worried about someone he doesn't even know exists.
0: You better watch your back there Brock Lesnar But it's just funny because obviously it's a weigh in And Brock Lesnar I was reading the the results and then I watched it And the results are like Yeah so Brock Lesnar comes down with things that are Clearly heavy uh, Like a uh, the, the, the flannel shirt and the Cowboy boots and he like gets on the scale He's like you want me to strip down naked And then Corey Graves just kind of like Curls up in a little ball he's like no
1: Oh, that's what he said to him because I heard him say something to him, but I didn't remember what it he was. Did. Yeah, he's like, You want your <laughs> to
0: down naked? He's like, Oh, <laughs> so, you better, better watch out there, Corey. He'll, he'll, he'll take Carmella, he'll steal her, and he'll, he'll, he'll give a shit about you, Corey. Corey Green, not Corey Black. Um, but yeah, how do you uh, how do you guys feel about um, this way? And I know it's like a blow off, but um, Lashley's words, uh, and like we'll talk about it on on the Rumble show, but. Do you, do you guys think that Lesnar's going to lose the title on Saturday?
1: I don't know. It's, it's possible tough. Yeah. because if they want to set up Lesnar and Reigns for WrestleMania, exactly. it, it all depends. I mean, it, this is really one of those ones that's like, oh, this could go either way because depending on how they want to book things. Right.
2: Unless this is leading up to title versus title and they're finally thinking about Stripping away the oh, brand stuff—that's oh, the only great. way I see Lesnar keeping the title.
1: I think at I this know. point, there's no way that they they do that because they make too much money off the two different shows, and it's with all the TV rights deals, they're, they're almost locked into the brand split because of the Fox deal and the USA deal.
2: Yeah, but we do right. we do have a Raw superstar challenging for the main title on SmackDown right now. True.
0: <laughs> right. Right. So. It's difficult because, yeah, I, I feel the same way that um, that you guys do. And I even said um, to myself today that there's no way they're going to have Seth Rollins lose this title to Roman Reigns or win the title against Roman Reigns um, when they're they're gaining like two million viewers a week, which is a big deal in 2022 wrestling.
1: Yeah, they're um, usually over two. like 2. Yeah, they're usually 2. over two. 2 and,
0: and Reigns is Reigns. But at the same time, if they... The storyline is so good with Seth and and Roman because it all makes sense. Mm-hmm. Same with Brock and Ashley too. Like these are they, these are four top guys, so it's just it's it's cool to see that they're actually writing storylines correctly. And there's no bullshit. Hopefully there isn't going to be any bullshit in either match. But I can see um, potentially a uh, a run in from either Brock or Roman to cost them the title. So one of them does it. But I I don't think they would do that though. I think Brock and and Roman are, are too big to. Interfere with each other's matches
1: Yeah especially this early on I don't think especially Them both being champs it's like they're not Worried about each other right now
0: Right but we'll, we'll talk more about that tomorrow Especially with the storyline of like which way go and What and, um, kind of fantasy book uh, Wrestlemania uh, So more to come on that um, After uh, the, the weigh in um, Just a fun fact Bianca Belair's First line of the theme song Where it says I'm on my own Has been stuck in my head for three days so, uh, it's wh- been, it's a been what? awful. The Bianca Belair theme oh. song. <laughs> I'm on my own and I've just been singing it at work uh, by myself. So I'll admit to the listeners out there that I've gone a little bit insane because it's been stuck in my head. Just they like need- the, uh, just like the Carmella theme was a couple years ago or last year, whatever. I, I rest- started the show.
2: They need to re they need to remix that with that one Christian theme song. <laughs>
0: <laughs> at last I'm all alone. Christian. Yeah, Yeah. that yeah, one. Well. But uh Bianca beat beats uh Queen Zelina in three minutes and forty-five seconds. Great push for Zelina. She's a queen and she gets her ass beat. Great booking. Who's um, a women's
1: tag chip? I want half of a woman's
0: tag chips. Eh, do those really matter, Mike? No, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> not at all, actually. Yeah, not like, at all. Like, get ready for that women's dusty tournament coming up on 2.0. Um KO storyline continues with Damian Priest. How do you guys feel about this storyline with Damian and he's he has the bad side and the good side and KO doesn't want the bad side, but uh, KO has been kind of healing his way out of matches, especially the one on Monday where Priest snaps and he gets DQ'd.
1: Yeah, I'm still it trying was, to it, figure out who's supposed to be the heel in this situation, but
0: KO by far. KO by far, but it's just Priest. Is like getting mad at himself because he uh, he got DQ'd on Monday, and it was like a really good match that just had an awful end. And it's it's all good, and it and it won't even come to a head at Royal Rumble. I feel that the Royal Rumble is the I mean, I guess it has been always, but even more so this year that they're just creating rivalries now. So then they have the Rumble where everybody has has um,
1: a
2: storyline,
0: has entered themselves Mm -hmm. in the Royal Rumble. What do they say, Corey? They've claimed themselves into the Royal Rumble? They've What's claimed
2: the a spot in the Royal Rumble or some bullshit yeah. like
0: that. <laughs> yeah. And, I was like, and it's just like, okay, we get it. But like all the guys that have storylines are all in the match, like the Royal Rumble match. I was like, okay. So what are the other matches going to be? No, Mania is that just going to be like 20 matches worth of all these storylines we're talking about right now.
2: Well, how I mean, how many times before have we heard guys claim spots in the Rumble match? And then, you know, the day of when they decide that they can – get the hurricane to take an Uber down the street to go compete for 45 seconds. They drop, you know, Otis
0: <laughs> four point Otis. Never forget. Love it. Off Academy. That'll come up in a little bit. Um, so yeah, KO Damien priest, nine minutes and 35 seconds. Uh, they have a, uh, obviously a disqualification. Damien priest just starts beating the shit out of KO in the corner. Doesn't listen to the referees five count. And, uh, we're at one of those storylines.
2: Well, did he yeah. count in Spanish? <laughs>
0: <laughs> so KO, Ko doesn't get that. Some some people don't understand accents, so we'll get to that later too. Uh, you know, I, no, nobody knows. But yeah, Ko Ko um, wins the match technically with a DQ. It was for the U.S. title. Seems like the U.S. title is on the line every week. Um, my question to you guys is: Is Ko one of the top five hills in the business right now?
2: Yeah. thing is how we consistently forget about him now
0: <laughs> you said you consistently forget about him
2: i honestly like from a week-to-week basis i forget that he exists so no he's not top
0: five
1: in the All business right, right now wait, wait wait let me take that back I, no let me say no
0: i i say yes i mean
2: his, we have... his, his, his former best friend on smackdown yes ko no
0: so I mean I, I I count Seth Rollins to that five. So heels in the business right now. We have Roman Reigns. No. KO.
2: Seth Rollins.
0: <laughs> yes. Sammy. I Sammy Zayn. Number, number one. In the top five. He's not oh. number one. Number one.
1: His no, he's his not number one, dude. No. no,
0: I'm sorry. His character is staying. He, he needs something else.
1: Excuse me, gentlemen. Sorry.
0: That's all right. That's why I preempted the show with You're Under the Weather. So if oh, you yeah. cough, it's okay. <laughs> Um, but yeah, okay. Just a just a fun fun question to ask. I, I, I but I think Ko is one of the top five heels. He he makes me laugh. So I'm the one who uh, the only person who watches the product, <laughs> um, and I'm the only one that matters. Um, all I'll say is this: Nikki Ash is going to step to Rhea and challenge her to a match at the WrestleMania. And yes, I said the WrestleMania. That's all I got to say about it. A uh, no uh, WrestleMania
2: awful. pre-show, you mean <laughs> an awful,
0: an awful six man, six man, six woman tag for two minutes and twenty seconds and I'll never get back.
2: Just it was like,
1: not awful. good, no. no. What a fall, man. what a fall from Grace for poor Rhea Ripley. I mean, she's stuck in this goofy tag team with a su- uh, almost a superhero, and then the almost superhero turns on her, and now she's like fighting like a vanilla midget. Like Rhea Ripley's like <laughs> actually like a like legitimate looking star. And this is how they do her. That's a shame.
0: Yeah, I mean, it all started with her losing to Charlotte Flair. Yep. Two years ago, well,
2: and and well, I mean, just think last year she was you know second second up in the Royal Rumble. She you know wins her title match at Mania, and then you know a whole year later she's yeah she's doing this. So it's been yes. a great up and down year.
0: Yeah. So I mean, I I feel like again we'll talk about it tomorrow on the Rumble Show. It's I don't think there's any shot of her winning the Women's Rumble. How could she's there like, be now? Yeah, she's like revving her wheels in that in that mid card and she's probably gonna face Nikki at WrestleMania. So stop stealing
2: my catchphrases.
0: <laughs> I'm not stealing it. I'm just adding to it. All I'm saying is she's revving her wheels in the mid-card.
2: I'm gonna start copywriting shit if you're
0: gonna keep doing this. That's fine. That's fine. I'll pay you in, in nothing. That's what I'll pay you with.
2: I'll All take money. I'll take cryptocurrency.
0: Crypto, <laughs> you got it. I'll talk to Tom Brady about it. Um <laughs> <laughs> He's at home, bitch. Uh Alpha Academy and RK Bro Academic Challenge and the spelling bee. This was probably the one of the funniest segments I've seen in, in it a It was
1: lot. hilarious.
0: It was, this was, it was
1: so good. I was so shocked. I was like this was dumb. Th-
2: this was the Street Profits Viking Viking war- Raiders feud done right.
1: Yes. Exactly right. <laughs>
0: Right, and uh, but I'll be the first to say I'm going to play Devil's Advocate because I did love this segment. If this was anybody in AEW, you guys would shit on it.
2: I probably would, yeah. If Dean O'Brien was in it, I wouldn't.
1: That's true. I wouldn't <laughs> either.
2: Corey, just to fucking
0: admit it, because Tobin just did. <laughs> if no, this is anybody if named if, if, if Dean O'Brien if was, that was in it, true. I'd say it was you know, great. So. That's the only thing I thought about when I was watching it. I was like, if this was Sting... And Darby Allen and like Sam Punk and it's like some other guy, it would be this is dog. But I absolutely yeah. I would.
2: I would dog all over
0: it. Yes. <laughs> they, would,
1: anything Sam Punk said, I like to dog all over anyway, because he's a little wuss, but that's not him right there. They
0: didn't work though with then. I even typed up, I even in my notes, I typed up the words they had to spell. So <laughs> so four, four point otis, which is a fantastic name. Thank you, Corey Graves. Four point otis spelled it wrong live and they're like oh you got it and i was like oh and it was just, it was doomed from the beginning <laughs> and then they said calibration which is calibration and then matt and then matt riddle tony's boy uh talk start talking about weighing things on his scale so yeah. him,
1: you see randy orton and, laugh when he said that yeah,
0: <laughs> it's, it's like it, and it was a genuine laugh from randy orton mm-hmm. that's, that's what made that segment tremendous because everyone's just like kind of laughing and and uh I feel that Chad Gable is maybe in the top five heels right now. Maybe number five. He's
1: these this tag team, him and Otis, is just tremendous. I thought it'd yeah. be stupid going in, but they've really done a great job.
2: I didn't I didn't realize like all the the backstory those two had with each other. Like basically, they lived down the street from one another. They've been like training for years with each other. Like they they have
0: very good chemistry together,
2: so it works. It does.
0: Right, and even like Otis going from where he was to where he is now. I was like, this is dumb, but like then they kind of gave Gable a character, and just like his, just his, uh, his whole gimmick. Like, uh, thank you, four average. Like when the crowd gets into it, that's when I start to like it. Mm-hmm. And obviously, that's what we miss so much with COVID. Like the crowds back, and it's you know makes it makes it a lot better to watch. So he's got know, a,
1: Gable's got a lot of shades of Kurt Angle. With him, I mean, I'm not saying he's nowhere near as good, but the same kind of like way he's able to just get that kind of heat, like from just being like a just over the top goof, it it really works.
2: Yeah, and his his gimmick is more than just what he's glued to his shoes this week. So
1: exactly,
0: (laughs) (laughs) you guys suck. Uh, So (laughs) Gable, so on on Kurt Angle's uh, podcast, he said there's two guys that remind him of himself is gable stevenson who's obviously the guy that got signed to the developmental deal he's in the in the uh development center and he's working his way up and chad gable so like th- those two guys remind him of, of him and he loved uh, uh jason jordan as well obviously
2: i was about to say did he alpha... leave his own son out of that list that's... <laughs> yeah right
1: <laughs> his own son damn it alpha academy was awesome when they yeah, for that short they... run that they had they were awesome
0: they were good. They were good in NXT. Yeah, they, hmm. That was like the uh, the uh, golden days of NXT tag teams. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, so, Spelling B was great. Uh, I gave it a, a five stars. It wasn't the Tokyo Dome, but still it's five stars. It'd be we ten should, stars we should, it was
2: in the Tokyo Dome. We should really be thankful that Kenny Omega is not in WWE because they would have paired him and Gable and they would have made them Alpha and Omega. <laughs> <laughs> that
0: would be Probably. pretty awesome. Sorry, no, I when like it. it would suck. Kenny Omega is one of the best wrestlers in the business today. He's not even
2: on, we don't man. have three hours for me to talk about that, but go, <laughs> ahead, yeah. let's go, let's keep
0: moving. <laughs> well, let's keep moving. Orton, Chad Gable, thirteen minutes fifty-five seconds. Randy Orton's on like cruise control. Like he's just like kind of, he's just doing his thing, and I I'm waiting for him to turn on Riddle at either the Rumble or probably eventually Mania for the tag titles. Um, but I really don't want it to happen now. Orton seems like he's having a good time.
1: He does seem like he's having fun, and apparently that's all that matters in pro wrestling is as long as the guys are having fun, (laughs) so I'm happy that he's having fun.
0: I know, but at the same time, you know he's going to turn heel and just going to be vintage Randy Orton.
2: Or even even though it's going to be the worst choice, are we going to get the surprise heel turn where it's actually Riddle that turns on Orton?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how that would work with his character, but I guess they'd always do something stupid like that.
0: Well, you know, Vince, if he's over, let's cut him in half. <laughs> let, let's cut his legs out. You expected Orton to turn heel. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> damn it. So um, real quick, Alexa Bliss is still in the uh, uh, the shrink ward, whatever. Talking to her shrink. Talk about Lily. That's cool. Um they're slowly but surely
1: turning her back into the goddess, from what I understand. Because you see her, her looks getting a little more cleaned up every every shot that you see her.
0: Is it? I mean, that's I th- okay. I still think she's attractive, but I mean, she's still wearing weird shit. So. She is,
1: but she, her hair's looking a little better, and I I want the goddess back.
0: Just,
2: just R- rumor rumor is that the they just put a trademark for in for goddess. So yeah.
0: Oh, so they put the trademark in for for the word goddess, man. Vince is just buying up all all the encyclopedia.
2: Well, the, the queen, the goddess.
0: The king. The bombshell, the vixen. <laughs> Got it. So speaking of Vince McMahon, Austin Theory had a, a banger of a match against AJ Styles. That match was tremendous on Monday Night Raw. 17 minutes.
1: It was uh, really good.
0: Yeah, to me, it put Austin Theory on the map. Uh, he was obviously he, he's in a storyline with Vince for a reason. I feel Vince sees sees a, a lot in him. Um, it was an excellent match by both guys. Styles is 43 years old and he's still he's still going. He's all in, um, and I feel like this is going to be can uh, maybe a storyline going into the Rumble and then carrying off to WrestleMania.
1: That would I be I like would be completely fine with that.
0: Yeah, garage match type thing. So mm-hmm. I I, I like match. It was one of those. One of those uh, small classics on Raw. It was it was it was good.
2: I, f- uh, I feel that I feel that AJ's going to be going a different direction, but that's for tomorrow. Go ahead.
0: Okay, okay. Um, so uh, Dewdrop's going to get a shot. They had a via satellite promo, uh, split screen. Uh, I'm 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 very surprised that one Dewdrop's going to get a shot. I know she has no chance, uh, but uh, no chance in hell because she has an accent. Um, and she's sometimes very, she's very hard to understand. And I know Vincent, you know, back in the day, if someone has a strong accent, he's like, I don't understand, him, damn it, and he just gets really mad. Um, but they're giving her the shot. Good for Dewdrop. Good for Piper Nevin. It's, it's she, she does deserve it. She's worked her way up. I like seeing her in this spot, um, especially two women from the same part of the continent in Europe, and they talk about just real-life stories, which I always like. So Doudrop's, uh role model was Becky Lynch. She worked her way up, and now she's in this title match with her. And then Dewdrop comes into the the, uh, the room where Becky Lynch was having the interview, starts to beat her ass, and she's she's wearing a kilt. What the hell? R.I.P. Roddy Piper.
2: No, now I'm going to be sad. Stop it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: I well, Yeah, I did a damn... We already talked about
0: Rowan Reigns. You were sad already going into this.
2: No, I was mad going into this. Now I'm sad.
0: <laughs> oh, I'm, sorry. I'm sorry that you're bipolar because of me. Because
2: you'll for my health insurance, you dick. <laughs> I know, right?
0: I, I fucking will. I got to pay for my own. Uh, next up is Street Profits versus Mysterios. How do you guys feel about this? Uh, I guess, cartoonish. I'm going to throw you over the top rope, and I'm going to throw you over the top rope, too. And then the dirty dogs are in there, too. I mean yeah.
2: we've already we've already made fun of that a million times watching different pay per views, so But
0: <laughs> well, you think that Dominic's gonna turn on his father.
2: I mean
1: we've been talking about that since the podcast fucking started. So uh, <laughs> I know since last yet. May. Yeah.
0: It hasn't happened yet. But
2: uh Well they they yeah. like kind they kinda of hinted at that before the brand split because you know Dominic jobbed to Sami Zayn like six weeks in a row before they came over to raw and then they got back together and then it looked like everything was fine
0: if, if I were Ray, gonna...
2: if I if I were Ray though I'd stay away from any barbershop windows that's for
0: sure <laughs> <laughs> if you're jobbing as Sami Zayn, you gotta re redecide your your life just letting you know sorry Corey you can't be that's,
2: a, that's okay. Extra shitting coming up on AEW later. I got gotcha. you. <laughs>
0: Here we go. Bring it on. I pretty much expect it, so it's okay.
2: Uh,
1: um, it's but
0: yeah, it made a match with the Street Profits. Uh, the Mysterious celebrate their victory in the ring. Dominic goes for the dump over the top rope, but the veteran, Rey Mysterio, puts him in a head scissors and brings his father over the top rope, and then they all laugh and giggle because they're two faces, and it's weird. Um, and then the Dirty Dogs eliminate uh, Dawkins and the Mysterious and the Street Profits, then just like stand around each other. You've ever seen The Office? They're all standing around with those, they're pointing guns at each other. And then they just look at each other. That's it. Um, Seth Rollins promo. Never understand why they have these dumbest stipulations on SmackDown. They fade back to if you win the match, then the Usos are barred. If Rollins loses the match, then he loses his title match, then you know what that means. Like, they're obviously Rollins is gonna win. I just I don't understand why they sell these in wrestling, but that's me. You guys agree?
1: Yeah, oh, yeah, it was, pretty, it was pretty predictable.
0: Yeah, it's like, uh, oh, great. So the Usos are barred. I don't know what that does, if anything. Add that. To me, that says maybe something else will happen, but we'll talk about that tomorrow. Um, and then Maurice's birthday party, what I said. Feller segment where Phoenix and Edge look strong. Kudos to the security guards taking nasty bumps from Edge and Beth Phoenix. Yeah, They're that powerbomb
1: bomb nasty. Edge delivered was pretty brutal.
0: <laughs> yeah, he just, these guys are getting murdered. So kudos to them. Hopefully they got, they got paid handsomely to take bumps, but they probably didn't. They're probably just developmental talent. Um, and uh, yeah, that's pretty much it for, uh, for Monday Night Raw. So Monday Night Raw, this is a good go-home show going into Saturday. Um, I'm still not used to the rumble even being on a Saturday because I texted you guys like, hey, let's do this show on Saturday night. I'm like, oh, fuck it. The show is on Saturday. Night. So,
1: Yeah, it's um, weird, but I don't mind it.
0: No, I mean, especially, I mean, you're off on Sundays, which is even, yeah. even better. I'm actually off Saturday, Sunday, Monday, so it all works. Um, I'll be up in the Poconos, so I told my wife, I was like, hey, like, if you see me like not be around by 7 o'clock, I'm in the room watching it on my phone. Thanks to Peacock, the Peacock app and premium live events. Thumbs up. All right. So we go to, uh, then we're going to Tuesday night, NXT 2.0. We're on our way. They announced for the second annual Vengeance Day on February 15th. Um, And then they also announced that NXT Stand and Deliver is going to be during Mania weekend. Um, How do you guys feel about those two things staying around?
1: Well, I mean, they need a little something to stick around, hopefully, that they can start rebuilding this brand to you know, the heights of what it was and get some guy, more guys over, build some more stars.
2: It may, it may be the first time a main roster show has ever beaten an NXT TakeOver slash Stand and Deliver special. Yeah. Say that again? It might be the first time that like the main roster show has outshined an NXT TakeOver or Stand and Deliver special
0: oh yeah okay absolutely i mean i mean they they have a lot of developmental guys still to me like they're they're still trying to get their their footing and i guess uh with the couple months that they've been 2.0 and the new uh the new brand and all that stuff uh the company's not happy with it (laughs) from what i read online
2: are they ever Um, happy with anything
0: no, oh, that's what not. I'm saying. Yeah, they're they're not. But yeah, it's it's not what they not what they thought it was going to be. I don't know what they're expecting ratings wise, but they're averaging to five hundred 600,000 people a week. I mean, it's on a, it's on a Tuesday night. I don't know what you guys what they what they need from that, but
2: in like in about, like a week in like a week or two, we're going to hear that they've lost all confidence in Bron Breaker and they'll
0: fire him. <laughs> yeah, right. They're just going to release him. Like yeah, you, 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 go, you can go do what you want. You had your chance. God damn it yeah so uh but yeah broad breaker is one of the highlights of the show um i watched so i watched a lot of wrestling in the past two days uh to get this show tip-top shape and they started the the dusty classic for the men my question was are they going to have a women's one and i found out during this past tuesday that they are going to have a women's one but they don't even have the bracket yet so more to come on that they're working on it yeah they're working on it um we can probably fantasy book that because there's only so many women in NXT 2.0. But the highlights of it were um, later on this night, got Tony D, Tony D'Angelo, Cameron Grimes facing off for the number one contendership for the North American title. Uh, And then you have uh, the dusty classic continue. So uh, two weeks ago, the Creed brothers uh, beat Briggs and Jensen, which I was surprised by because Briggs and Jensen seemed to be the up and comers, the two country boys. Um, And they're kind of Quirky I guess you could say And then they Then randomly You had Katie Kenzaro And and then The other girl She's with They're like You guys want to go out And drink And they're like Yeah definitely (laughs) That's weird Um, And they all I guess went out And drank And then The week later You don't see What happened So I guess You just All assume That they all Got lucky And Yeah Went home With each other But uh, And then And Hafe And and, uh, Malik Blade Upset alert! Defeated Legato Del Legato Del Fantasma, so they're out, and I was pretty bummed about that because on this episode of NXT, I absolutely love Santos Escobar. Like he is, he's a top guy, but unfortunately, in his way, is your guy's boy Broad Breaker. He's probably not going to win the NXT World Title. Yeah. he's not going to win, Shane. Santos Escobar, man, he's so much better. Than
2: he's no way Jose is he going to win. No way. No, Jose. I know, I know.
0: But I, I think that Santos Escobar has better mic skills and probably better wrestling skills than Ron Breaker. But that's not what they look for. They look for the big guy that can wear a singlet and has Steiner in his last name. That's just that's just my opinion.
1: And he has raw charisma and looks the part. That's That's the key.
0: You guys ever? He has a rough mic skill, man. He's, he's not as rough as it's not as rough as his uncle.
1: No, or his he's dad. Get, he's getting better. Did what? you did you hear the uh, <clears throat> the shot that they took at his? Uh, he was talking. Um, oh
0: yeah,
1: dude. Yeah, he's like, he's like, he, he, he <laughs> poor Yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. Santos Escobar man, it's fantastic. Yeah. I, I I lost my mind. I was like, oh, that's fantastic. Um, but I like the whole storyline behind these guys. They have similar upbringings, and Braun Breaker comes out does this thing on the mic, um, but then Escobar says this happens on my time. This is typical heel stuff coming from Santos Escobar. Um, but I'm looking forward to this rivalry. Hopefully it, it comes to a head at uh, – it'll probably happen at Venton's Day, and then they'll have another match at Santa delivered. I
1: mean, this will be a nice test to see how Ron Breaker does with his first, like, real feud as champion. Uh, he was with – obviously had the, the champa. Before when he won, but uh, this is—he's a champ now. So let's see if the boy can uh, run with the ball, and handle it, which I think he'll be able to do. But we'll see.
0: Yeah, Escobar usually carries matches pretty well. Mm-hmm. He, make, he makes—he makes the other guys look good too. That's always
2: important. i will be excited to see how far, uh, how high Braun Breaker can toss uh, Santos for the Steiner Screwdriver. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So he doesn't kill him. That's all I care about. Keep keep your opponent safe, unlike your your uncle. Um, (laughs) So then, uh, next up, we got um, what is it? Uh, MSK and Jacket time uh, for in the quarterfinal of the Dusty Classic. Of course, MSK gets the win um, in an MSK versus Blade and and Offa next week. Uh, The official time for this show. Thank you to CageMatch.net is. Eleven minutes and thirty-two seconds. Uh, they defeated Manjiro and Kushida. Kushida deserves so much more, uh, but that's where the way they're booking him now. Um, he was in that North American title spot, and then all of a sudden, he left for a little while. He lost the title, and uh, never really got back to where he needs to be. So hopefully, he gets back to where he needs to be after this. Um, I thought, I and thought it, it was a good match, though. It was good. It was. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It, I mean, I, I'm looking forward to MSK and um, Malik Blade and Nofe. I guess they're going to give those guys a little push, but I feel like it's an easy MSK win that they get back into the uh, the finals, at least.
2: Yeah, i just just pretty God they don't win.
0: I mean, the the, the way that the storylines are looking, uh, Bivens is really talking about the Creed brothers, and I was going to ask you guys the – or tell you guys, the Grizzled Young Vets, to me, are like the Buffalo Bills of the Dusty Classic. Yeah. <laughs> i'm pulling, sorry I'm, uh, that's sorry I'm,
1: that's, that's probably why i'm pulling for him i
0: like them yeah i, I like the, i like the Grizzly Young vets but i was looking i was doing my research in the past two years they've been in the final and they've lost it's like maybe oh, this man, is their like, turn
1: yeah 2020
0: they lost the broser weights in 2021 last year they lost to msk it's just like oh man here we go again and uh we'll see i mean, they're they're. Uh, they're going in next week against the Creed brothers, but the Creed brothers are going to get a push. It feels like every time they're there, they've kind of lost, they, they, they get lost under the radar with the, the new guy. And then they just do the job. And uh, so ever since I came over from NXT UK, um, they do a promo with Imperium and Gunther. You guys want to speak on that? Cause that's been a hot topic within the wrestling world over the past two weeks. Carious. Why why
2: is it every time WWE does a name change like this like suddenly everyone's a historian and they're like that's a nazi name. Yeah. <laughs> because
0: they're the they're the evil big company. That's I,
2: don't, I don't really give a shit. I mean unless they dress them like a nazi and have them like, you know, doing terrible stuff on TV, I don't really give a shit.
1: And I know there was there was many Nazis named Walter too, so it's not like it's
0: <laughs> like really yeah, I mean I don't know. I think, it, I, th- I think it's just his character that it was always Walter, and then he just kind of gets up and changes it. I mean, he's still going to do his same shtick, same and then Perry is still going to dominate NXT 2.0. And it's, it's kind of like the Undisputed Era with the Black and Gold brand, that there's still going to be a, a top group.
2: I th- I think I I think at least they gave some reasoning behind the name change. I mean, like yeah. normally they just do, it and they're like, "You'll fucking like it" because we
0: fucking said yeah. so. But like it, it, they talked about like his grandfather that and introduced him to wrestling, and and they 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 explained it, which is which is cool. And I'm I'm a fan of Imperium, so that's fine. Yeah, it's just been a hot topic throughout podcasts that I've seen and just everything uh, to where Gunther is. They were get what was it, Gunther Stark?
1: That was the original name. Now it's just Gunther.
0: Yeah, now it's just Gunther. So, all caps, all caps, as always. Uh, And then we get to a rivalry that just won't end. Uh, Solo Sokoa. They should just call him the the brother uh, because he looks exactly like them. Uh, Defeated Boa in eight minutes and eight seconds. When I saw this time, I said, "There's no fucking way it was eight minutes." It It
1: felt felt a lot longer than that when I was. It felt like it was at
0: least twenty minutes. Yeah. Um, but no, it was eight minutes, eight seconds, and uh, they just beat the shit out of each other until and then Boa or um, yeah, um, Boa tried to open the door. And they already bent it, and then they did the whole uh, fire extinguisher spot. Um, but yeah, they fought throughout the whole arena. Uh, the the arena to me, the change is a bit much too. There is zero room outside the, the ring.
1: There's not a lot, no.
0: Like, those fans are right up against it, and there's, like, that little, like, pane glass there. Like, when guys get flipped over the top rope, like, they, their legs almost hit the, the barrier. It's just like, I don't know. And then I, I didn't realize the uh, the announce table is on the camera side, like, underneath the camera on the camera And it's, side.
1: And, and it's elevated, too, like, under, like, a sh- sheet metal or something that's, like, built up. Yeah.
0: Yep. So when Sokoa tried to give Boa the, um, the Samoan drop, it's like, oh, the table didn't break, Vic Joseph said. I was like, yeah, because the table is elevated a little bit. You're not going to break the table if they're taller than Solo Sokoa. But he, does, but he does a big splash off the ladder onto the table, defeats Boa. Hopefully this ends and he moves on to another spot because Boa's already lighted light him on fire. Hopefully in the future, um, he can teach Hulk Hogan how to throw a fireball. Because <laughs> he did it correctly. Um, Duke Hudson changed his attitude. He beat up a jobber, and then the guy from Singapore comes out, and he cuts a promo. It was a real bad promo, um, and he's going to beat him up, and he tried to beat him up, and then they went back and forth, and Duke Hudson has a new rival. It was a guy that, I forget his name, he came in, he got injured, and then he's back, and he's like, my father uh, You know, taught, taught me to be proud of myself, and he was proud of me, and then he passed away, and I was like, oh, man. So, He's trying to do it for his dad and his family. I said, good for you. But his his ring promo was he ran down. He's like, I'm gonna teach you something. He's like, I'm gonna come and beat you up. And he ran into the ring. I was like, okay.
1: And then he got his ass kicked.
0: He got his ass kicked. So yeah, because uh, Duke Hudson uh cut out his leg from underneath him because he hurt yeah, his, he leg. his leg. Yeah,
2: he chop blocked him. Kicked his
0: leg out of his leg. Yeah. He did. He did. Uh then we get to the match. Uh John vets defeated a very over Chase U. Like they were over. They were really like, over. I
1: was shocked.
0: Yeah, there's people in the <laughs> crowd with Chase U shirts and Bodie Hayward. Never seen the guy before in my life, and they were chanting his name. So, more power to those guys. They're giving them a teachable moment. And uh, yeah, good for. I Andre mean, and at, Chase. Least, at
2: least some, at least some stuff on NXT 2.0 is getting over. I mean, that's good.
0: Absolutely. I, I mean, obviously, it gives the match a little more a little more spark. Um, but the Grizzled young vets obviously their heels um, but the crowd like i don't even think they're they don't care about their heels anymore either like they're they're getting no no pop at all just because they seem like they always be there in the dusty classic. But yeah Chase U was was over they came down they were chanting for Andre Chase and Lodi Hayward more power to him. Uh, but we'll see what Chase U does from here. Um, next up is a women a throwaway women's match with Tiffany Stratton. Don't get her character Um, But good for her Four minutes and 18 seconds Uh, The Grizzled Young Vets match was Five minutes and 11 seconds Uh, In between there was a Six woman tag match that was a lot better Than the six woman tag match on Raw With Indy Harwell, Kaylee Ray And Persia Parada defeated Toxic Attraction Which is big because they're uh, Hinting that Indy Hartwell And Persia Parada will go for The women's tag team title But they'll probably get thrown into the Women's Dusty Classic and that, and, and that women's match was a ten minute match.
1: So that was a good match for what it was.
0: It was for what it was. Yeah, and Persia Parra is really uh, proving uh, herself. Uh, the doubters out there, she's doing really well. Kaylee Ray, former NXT UK champ, um, doing her thing. And as we all, as we all know, I don't know if few Corey, but Toxic Attraction is is pretty pro.
2: Very I, well wasn't, I wasn't aware of that. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying they're they're pretty good. Good for them. Main event of the evening, Cameron Grimes defeated Tony D'Angelo, 11 minutes and 41 seconds. Uh, Trick Williams and Carmelo Hayes are watching above uh, from that spot. When Peter Dune comes down and slaps Tony D's fingers with a with a paddle uh, onto the announce table, and it was enough distraction to give Cameron Grimes to do the cave-in for the win. Really good match between these two guys. Tony D'Angelo is really coming to his own, too. Uh, worked his way up. Peter Dune Took his bumps and uh, did the job a few times. They had that. They had a funeral for for Don a couple weeks ago on 2.0, and D'Angelo's going on the mic too. Kind of opens up his character a little bit, and uh, Cameron Grimes gets a win.
1: You didn't mention that awesome performance by the what's her name?
0: Who Io Shirai?
1: No, the musical performance.
0: Yeah, I I I was gonna skip that. It was basically a woman a woman with a full sweater, that's all I'll say. And and, uh, yeah, no, I didn't want to talk about the incredible performance by someone I don't care about. Um, but in in the words
2: forwarded through it, so
0: you make us talk
2: about AEW, so you should have to talk about (laughs) well
0: hey, hey, I'm surprised that Tobin that you fast forwarded through it, but um, yeah. In the words of the guy from Mr. Deeds. She had big, fake boobs, so <laughs> that's all you really need to know. If you want to go back and watch it, watch it on two um, But yeah, I, I don't care about her. I didn't, she didn't know she, was she also
2: she also had uh, two D's in her name, just like uh, Mister Deeds. Yeah, I don't
0: know if <laughs> a little bigger than that, but that's neither here or there. But good for her, and she's making more money than me. So you know who am I? Just a podcast guy. Dynamite beach break in the uh the place where
1: all the beaches exist cleveland ohio in january yeah
2: Yeah, in january yeah
0: yep so yeah uh, yeah,
2: go ahead so like did i mean does this not prove that basically they're well aware that they know that they can't pull regular ratings unless they give the show some sort of stupid name like beach break or whatever the hell else they call their stuff road trip whatever I mean, can can we just can we just admit that they know they
0: can't pull ratings unless they give it a goofy name? Um, no, I'm not gonna agree with that. They did they did a million last week with no name and it was Mox's back, so Well then that
2: was a real no name show.
0: (laughs) I guess so. But uh, no, I I, I don't believe that. I mean they're they're gonna have their little their names for their shows and they have the uh But But why
2: why else beach beach break in the middle of January
0: in friggin' Ohio? Because people want a beach break when they're in the, when it's really cold out, they want to think of the ocean, they want to think of the palm trees. Yeah, but Shane, when you, when you have a beach
1: break, break, you don't go to Cleveland, you leave Cleveland.
0: No, I mean, I, I personally agree with that. That was just bad booking <laughs> for the cities by Tony Khan. That's on Tony Khan. Absolutely.
1: Or you That's just don't Khan. call a show you're doing Cleveland Beach Break. You could take it even back to the the Daily Center and say,
0: Hey, it's Beach Break. We're back home. It was beach Break. Well, they they did that a couple years ago, and you guys still weren't satisfied. What's the matter? <laughs> You're not. That's the thing. You're not satisfied.
1: Well, I'm not but I'm never satisfied. Shane.
0: I am I understand you're not satisfied with any product, especially AEW. Especially. So, especially. So we start off the night with the ladder match for the undisputed TNT title. We understand that this storyline has been used before. I am aware of that. I'm not I've aware of it. I've never seen it used really... before. Yeah, this is Excuse deep. me. What did you say?
1: This screams originality to me.
0: We obviously know it doesn't. It reminds <laughs> you of the, the ladder match between Razor Ramon and Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania 10 in 1994.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. I guess that was Yeah,
0: awesome. yep. Yeah, we we all understand that. But this match was pretty damn good. Then if you say it's not, then I don't know what you're watching.
1: I told Corey, you in the green room that I liked it. What are you
0: watching? I know. I'm not telling <laughs> you out. I'm calling Mr. Mr. Smug son of a bitch out.
2: I will say this, for a complete and utter ripoff and something that is devoid of any creative, creative ability whatsoever, it was a good match.
1: I agree. You. <laughs> now, did they ever You know explain, what, I, at
0: this point I'll take it, so go
1: ahead. <laughs> Shane, did they ever explain why Why you had an interim TNT champion when Cody Rhodes is off TV for like a week?
0: I was okay, like, oh, so, we're going we to have the title
1: yeah. up, up for grabs. So honestly, he, he, I think, the,
0: think of what it was, and you guys are going to – you know, you can think what you want. But I think what it was is Cody tested positive for COVID and didn't know how long he was going to be out. Now, why they actually asked for an interim champion, that's, I don't I can't vouch for AEW. So they could have just said, hey, he has COVID, he'll be out for a while. You know, these guys will fight for the number one contendership. Like they always do it. And yeah, that
1: would have made in. sense.
0: Yes. So why, like his brother, Dustin, Took a spot to fight Sammy for an interim title spot. I I don't know. So that I I agree with you there. I'm not sure why the interim title was like that. But then yes, they did you, rip off the 994 storyline.
1: They still could have done the ladder match with just the one belt. Like Sammy could have won it and be like, well, you know, you're a pussy. You you ducked me, and now we're gonna face this in a ladder because you can't duck me in a ladder match or something. Like I was like, I'm the number one contender now. Like that's how they could have done it. But no, we'll just steal 1994 storylines on WWE.
2: Great. So, can can we also just admit that this isn't even just a ripoff of HBK and Shawn Michaels. This is also a rip off of Santos Escobar and Jordan Devlin in NXT from last year.
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah, I, I guess I can. I don't
2: know. I'll take it. <laughs> But no, I mean, you know, for like you said, for something that's a complete ripoff is a good match.
1: It was very good for what it was. I mean, it's I'll give him I'll give those guys credit for that.
2: I mean that, that one that one cutter thing that the, you know Tony posted in the group chat, that was pretty impressive, I'm not gonna lie.
1: Yeah, it was cool. There was a there's a couple nice moves and Sammy at one point does a senton off the top of a ladder and instead of the ladder bending or breaking, he just bounces the fuck off of it and almost kills himself. <laughs> I, I mean, I was that. Oh, go ahead. There was that superplex that Cody gave Sammy off the top of the ladder. I mean, there's a lot of good spots in it. It was a good ladder match
2: for what it was. I'm de- I'm definitely glad that the Sammy came away with the win because I'm definitely a big Sammy supporter. And I still didn't understand why they took it off the title off of him in the first place.
1: So it, 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 it didn't make it, sense why they did that.
2: It's good. It's kind of a good way to erase that, what I view as a mistake. And they fixed the booking, I feel, in my opinion. Mm hmm.
0: Well, the, the sorry about that, guys. I had trouble with my earphones. But uh, Cutter, uh, right. so the Cutter from, Cutter from Ladder to Ladder by Sammy was was tremendous, and I'm just glad everybody's in one piece after that match too. There's a lot of a lot of big spots, obviously, with the ladder match being uh, with with it happening. The, the the senton by Sammy as well. When the la- I don't know if the ladder was supposed to break, but like the whiplash of his whole body looked kind of rough yeah, as well. he, like bounced off of it. But I will, I will, um, kind of, I guess, shit on AEW here. Why, why in the hell is Fuego del Sol down there every time? <laughs> I saw him out at
1: the end, and I'm like, what? No, just yeah, you're dark,
0: dude. You're, yeah, you're yeah, you're stopping a, a match, whether it's classic or not. Like you're stopping a match flow, and no one knows why. And then we'll get to that later with a random debut in the main event. <laughs> It's out, I, I don't, I don't
2: like you, you. You, you better not, you better not be about to say what I think you are going to say, Shane.
0: Hold on, I know, I, but I gotta talk about the rest of the card. Which we don't have I, to; we can skip it. <laughs> well, I need to, I need to inform the listeners out there. All right, we've had two hundred and nine listens of our show, Corey. Okay, I can't. Just yeah, stop I was two hundred eight of them.
1: But thank <laughs> you all very much for the listens, guys. We really appreciate it.
0: Corey, why do you shit on the show that you are part of? Why? I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> should just Go to bed.
1: He's a smug he SOB, that's why
0: he is a smug SOB, but uh, yeah, quickly, you know, Warlow defeated Jobbers in one minute and 23 seconds. Six man tag team match, the inner circle defeated Corey's boys 2.0 and Daniel Garcia, that son of a bitch. Yeah, that's I- a bunch of bullshit right there. Eight minutes and 52 seconds. Yeah, I'm thinking that Santana Ortiz and Jericho aren't, aren't going to stay together much longer because of uh, the Eddie Kingston effect.
2: Yeah, I I am kind of enjoying that whole storyline. That's actually pretty interesting to me.
1: Jericho's got to latch on to the next hot thing because he's got to stay relevant somehow.
0: (laughs) Is is Eddie to the next hot thing? (laughs) I guess. I guess. (laughs) In
1: in Jericho's mind, it probably is. Yeah, let's do it.
0: Yeah. I'm surprised that Jericho didn't go back on tour yet. I mean, Tony's been talking about it for for two years now. He's like, yeah, he's supposed to go back on tour of Fozzie. I'm like, apparently not. He's still on TV.
1: I mean, he's so, still torn with him, but he's still wrestling, too.
0: Yeah, that's good for him. He's doing a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, singles match, Layla Hirsch defeated Red Velvet. Yeah, so this is,
1: she, I'm actually watching this match now. It's fucking garbage, so don't even waste gonna your time. She's going
0: to go back to her mama's kitchen. Legitly, Layla Hirsch is okay. Red Velvet is awful.
1: She's awful. I love that back moonsault that she botches every time, standing moonsault. That every, she, every she botches time. it every time. You don't think anybody in the back, one of the agents, is like, don't do that move anymore, honey. You can't do it.
0: Yeah. Also, speaking of botches, I forgot to say, because we got to give botch botches respect. Cameron Grimes botched that moon that moonsault from the top, but he, he, he just kind of jumpstarts himself from the top rope. And then he said, the crowd says, you fucked up. And he looks at the crowd, and he goes, I fucked up. And he does it again. <laughs> so props for admitting it. And then the crowd, he got over with the crowd because he admitted it.
1: Yeah, he's pretty so over a, right now. Not to give yeah, me mean, from Aurora, but
0: a $50 man and then he's uh he's over going into the North American title match. So uh we'll see if he's actually gonna beat Carmelo Hayes. I don't I don't see that happening, and if it does, then Carmelo's going to the, the main roster, and we all know what that means. <laughs> They're gonna get put into a tag team and get lost on the main event. And then fired. <laughs> yeah, and then and then released, and then on the AW. Um, and then the main event of the evening in Cleveland, Ohio at Beach Break is the Lights Out match between Orange Cassidy and Adam Cole.
1: Oh, you didn't talk about and... one of my favorite segments in the whole show is where seeing punk is his fucking ass beat like the bitch that he is.
0: Yeah, so I didn't <laughs> uh, because I – to make the show happen at a certain time for us, um, I, I saw some of the promo, um, but then I didn't – they just kept talking. And they talked for way watch.
1: too long and then – Everybody from the Pinnacle came out and beat shit out of CM Punk.
0: Okay. So. All right. So All we know, though, from next week, for the 30th time in 2022. Yeah, we've only been around for 27 days, but they've been in this town a lot. Chicago, Illinois. Again, next week. It's Seriously? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, the next week, they're in Chicago again.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, Tony just likes to beat that horse. Dead. Yep. dead and deadest, dead, deader and deadest.
0: But it's a uh, it's a market where he knows he's going to make money with CM Punk, so I can't,
2: can't. Yeah, but I mean, it's eventually, fair. eventually, there's going to be. I mean, there's already diminishing returns, but eventually, there's just going to be no return.
1: Yeah, it's it's right. not going to be any different. I, it's I like
2: it's like it's like I would love to see the Undertaker, but if you brought the Undertaker to State College every weekend, I'd be like, all right, I get it, the Undertaker. Jesus,
0: it's <laughs> true. <laughs> <laughs> so next week in Chicago, Illinois going to be CM Punk and MJF finally. We'll see.
1: Uh, Why wouldn't they save it for a pay-per-view? Is, is MJF going to find a way out of it? We'll see.
0: I think the, I think the thing is they, they are pretty close to a pay-per-view. Uh, March, that's March 8th, I'm pretty sure, uh, is it March March 6th is uh, Revolution. So they could probably put it off a little bit. We will be fine. And then they have, uh, they have Mox and Danielson kind of uh, on, I guess, spoilers uh, for tomorrow night. I uh, you guys don't care. Rampage, uh, Moxley uh, beat, I think it was Aaron Solo. And Solo,
1: Orgato uh,
0: Danielson, uh, yeah, Danielson was watching in the crowd again. So there's that. And
1: then, oh, um, Britt, Britt Baker delivered the Black and Gold promo in Cleveland, which yes, apparently y'all. has, according to some of the AEW marks that I've seen, uh, has done more for women's wrestling than both Trisha and Lita combined. So just and the that Four first. Horsewomen and the Four Horsewomen,
0: just that promo combined.
1: Yeah, I'm just sorry. just that
0: one different. promo. Anthony Bowens and uh, Brian Danielson was watching from the crowd. Uh, FTR. Defeated uh, the Nightmare Family, Brock Anderson, Leah Johnson. Pretty sure Brock doesn't have a win on the roster. AEW <laughs> um, TBS title Julia Hart lost to Jay Cargill. <sighs> Apparently, there's rumors that Julia is going to join the. Um, what's his name? Alistair Black or Alistair. H- Malachi Black. Black. Malachi Black brand. That She has spit in the face of Black Mist. She still she's still got gonna, the goofy hat. Join
2: the House of Black with
0: uh, Lee. Yeah. <laughs> Brody Lee. <laughs> yeah, Brody Lee. He's of a But I think I, mean, I think Brody Lee would love it.
1: I, I think Brody Lee would love this.
0: They would love storyline. Hart um, joined And, uh, and match that I'm really looking forward to: AW World Tag Team Title, Jurassic Express Private Party, which we've seen before, but I always get entertained by both those teams. Um, but yeah, and then yeah, man event of the evening, lights out match. Adam Cole, Orange Cassidy, they find all over the building. Um, I know Pockets has his moments, but certain moments of this match he does pretty well. He has a good move set for what it is, and he goes toe-to-toe with Adam Cole. And midway through the match, Adam Cole goes through goes for a chair underneath the ring and he can't pull it out. He doesn't know what's going on. And all of a sudden, Dan Housen, the man who's been in wrestling lore in the Indies, gets pulled out from under the ring and the crowd goes absolutely insane. So apparently he's a he's an indie wrestler who says Housen pretty much after everything. He, 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 wrestled,
2: he wrestled for Ring of Honor.
1: He did. And I've yeah, never seen yeah, a match yeah. of his, so I couldn't tell you if he's good or not. That, I I'm assuming he's not. That. Yeah, I'm a <clears throat> for
0: that. Um,
1: it's it's good to see yeah. that that not only Adam Adam Cole's physique is shrinking, but also his wrestling potential is completely getting <laughs> shrunk too, so that's fun. Again,
0: it's not just not his decision,
2: I mean, in his defense, Dan Housen did curse him. So, I mean, like, it wasn't his fault. He's cursed now. Is that what?
0: Is that what that, that whole
2: hand was? Yeah, it's, it's he, yeah, he put a curse on him, and then he left the ringside area.
1: And and this match doesn't count, as I'm told by the AW marks, because it's a lights-out match, and it doesn't count in the win-loss record. Because you know how oh, AW is right. all about the win-loss record? Ask Lance Archer how yes. he got the number one contender spot because of his win-loss record.
0: I saw I saw one guy though lose his mind uh, when they were panning out with the camera when Danhausen came out. Like he had his like his head on his his head and he's like <laughs> streaking down his cheeks. And he's like oh my god, he's like losing his mind. So good for him, man. I'm glad he's excited. More to come on Danhausen. It's just sometimes he's really hard to understand.
1: The bottom line is I don't get Danhausen and I don't want to get Danhausen. I'm just gonna say that right now.
0: I think I think Corey likes Danhausen. I good. I do like Danhausen. I'm not gonna lie.
2: He admits it, yeah. But now that he's in AEW, I'll probably <laughs> hate
0: <hand> him. i not on my AEW team. I'm, I'm I walk along. Um, But eventually, uh, they go to a top of a scaffold. It's, it's on the on the uh, set, and, and they hug for see. about five minutes. And they do hug for five minutes, and Adam Cole doesn't have the muscles to, to break <laughs> away. So, yeah, that, that's for you, Tobin. And uh, they doesn't. get slammed into the stage, and Jim Ross goes, where did these men go? They fell to the stage. Where do they go? Like, they're right there, Jim. They're right there, Jim Ross. So stop. And uh, Orange Cassie falls on top of Adam Cole for the one-two-three, and Orange Cassie gets the win against Adam Cole Bay Bay. In 16 minutes and 56
1: seconds. The hottest act in NXT mere months ago, and now he's jobbing the fucking pockets in a lights-out match and getting the curse put on him by Dan Housen. Hey, as long as he's having fun with his friends and his, his girlfriend, that's all that matters. I'm as long as he's him. having
0: fun with his friends, he's getting cursed by Dan <laughs> He He's having a good time. So I'm glad I'm cool having a good time.
1: The longest reigning NXT champion means nothing now.
0: I feel it, that, it's go I feel that like Tony Khan brought
2: Danhausen in, so if the ratings go down, they'll just do a segment <laughs> where they're like Danhausen, Danhausen cursed us. That's why our ratings are shit.
0: <laughs> maybe it's this, and it's just, this is gonna be a far-fetched idea and you guys aren't gonna accept it. Um maybe it's Tony Khan flipping the script like Vince does with like WCW guys or like any other company guys, and says, you know what, Adam Cole's a big big John i am I'm gonna shit on him.
1: I mean, he, he's doing a good job of it, that's for sure.
2: <laughs> yeah, but but the thing is, he's also doing that with the guys who were in the company to begin with. So some, not, not all. Well, whatever. It's all shit.
0: <laughs> uh, so, and I guess in other news, uh, Ring of Honor had a, a big announcement, and I was looking forward to it, saying like, "Oh man, they're going to come back April." They're still, they're still. Claiming to be back in April for their uh, yearly SuperCard of Honor pay-per-view um, in Garland, Texas, which is outside of where WrestleMania will be, um, but they announced the Ring of Honor Hall of Fame. Wow, want to come on that? That's really all they announced with the Ring of Honor Hall of Fame.
2: Hmm, interesting. Yeah. Did you Did you guys hear
1: about the the WWE's new deal with Disney Plus in India? Yeah, I guess they're they're going to do Singapore. the uh, yeah over. I thought yep. it was India. I thought it was India as well, but it, yeah. Nice, nice uh, big money deal with Disney Plus to have their streaming rights out east there.
2: Yeah. So after you're done watching Encanto for the 50th time, you can go ahead and, you know, throw on a DX skit just for the kids. Well, thanks, Corey. That
1: really touches me because my son's obsessed with that movie for some reason. And I've seen it about 50 times. So you're bringing me flashbacks right now.
2: No problem. I like to stay
0: topical.
1: Mm hmm. Yes.
0: Hey man, don't talk about Bruno.
1: We don't talk about Bruno. No, no,
0: no. <laughs> no, no. no, no. <laughs> My kid likes that too, so don't feel bad. Uh it's yeah. actually banned from Austria now. We told Violet to not watch that anymore. Yeah. She she's okay with it for now, but she's gonna want to watch it again. I was like, no, we're, we're he,
1: good. he he's really into that. I don't know. He likes the kid that can talk to animals. So <laughs> that's cool. Yeah.
0: yeah. I mean, what kid doesn't want to talk to animals? But uh, and then uh, you guys hear about Elimination Chamber is going to be in Jeddah, Saudi Arabia.
1: Yes, that's going to be the next Saudi show.
2: Yeah, and they well yes. they've already they've already announced Lesnar.
0: So they did.
2: Yeah, they announced Lesnar to be there. So well,
1: you yeah. can't have a you can't have all that money from a Saudi show and not have Lesnar there if you can help it. Right. you
2: got to yeah, have I'm him there.
0: You have, have Reigns.
2: Well, I mean, if they can't have Yokozuna there, they might as well have Brock. <laughs> <Lesnar. laughs> I, just, I yeah. just love every time they go over there and I hear of like 10 guys they asked to be there who were fucking dead.
0: <laughs> they, wanted, they wanted Ultimate War to be there. Like, ah, it's, can't be they, they, They wanted like Ultimate Warrior,
2: Yokozuna, Test. <laughs>
0: Test is still dead as of today.
1: Yeah, I, I don't think Test is on that short list, though. To tell you <laughs> the truth.
0: Test. Um, but yeah, so that's all we have for tonight for this edition. Of the thirty-three to thirty percent podcast, anything to add, gentlemen?
2: Um, um, well, I got yeah, I got a quick I got a quick rundown not of tonight's Impact. this Thursday. Oh, I sure, not watched that
0: show yet. Okay, okay, absolutely. Yeah, I was just gonna yeah, talk about impact. My apologies, forgot. Again.
2: No, it's it's okay. It's like I I didn't really go too in depth, uh, but I mean I took some notes and stuff. It, it was it was actually a pretty good show, and they've done uh, a really good job of of uh, doing the uh, invasion storyline, but. Nothing nothing too spectacular. The show starts out. Uh, Tasha Steeles defeats Chelsea Green uh, with the crucifix powerbomb. Roll Tide. with Savannah at the with Savannah at their ringside. It was a pretty decent match for a starter. Um, nothing too bad. Um, and then they did a segment uh, where Ace Austin and Madman Fulton are trying to befriend speedball Mike Bailey um, because it's one of those things where like Ace Austin thinks that Mike Bailey can beat him, so you know he wants to be friends with him. During this segment, some guy just runs into the room and he goes, hey, have you guys seen Brunhilde? Oh, he, she better not be in Swinger's dungeon again. <laughs> uh, Who was it? That, that Johnny Swinger guy, the guy who's trapped in the 70s. Oh, yeah. Basically insinuating that somewhere in the Impact Arena he has a sex dungeon. Oh, okay. interesting. Cool. It's because it's <clears throat> PG.
1: I'm just worried that uh, Speedball's going to finally get uh Put in jail for the death of River <laughs> Phoenix thirty years ago,
0: or, or oh Miss god. Elizabeth,
1: or Miss Elizabeth. Yeah, that
0: was Lucifer. Like damn it, we all know that. Damn it, that's so weird.
2: had her in the torture rack and just kept putting it up her nose. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> we're gonna get bacon. Bacon, oh god. I apologize for that long pause in, in audio after Shane cuts that out. <laughs> uh, yeah, so so, he, so here's breaking news. Matt Cardona has challenged Jordan Grace for the Digital Media Championship. Oh. News. Why so does wait, Cardona did, have to be on every freaking show? Why? Didn't he just like
1: challenge for the NWA title and then the uh, Impact Championship? Now he's going for the digital media.
2: Well, he 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 just recently started a feud with with Murdoch. He oh, okay. basically he basically said that he's not tough enough to be in today's pro wrestling and he's a he's a bygone relic and that Cardona should be the guy headlining NWA. Yep. Um so Mur-
0: Murdoch had something to say on the Busted Open podcast, so I guess I'll give oh. that a plug as well. We, yeah, we can up. do
2: that after this. Yeah. Um the influence with Shane's favorite guy, Caleb with a K. Defeated yep. Jessica Havoc in a uh, in a handicap match after they took out Rosemary before the match started.
0: All right, so Caleb of the Cave got a win? Nice.
2: No, he was just at ringside. He did not get a win. <laughs> he was just associated with people who happen to be better than he is and get a win.
1: Well, that doesn't really narrow it down, though.
2: Well, no, it's anybody. Okay. Um, w. Morrissey defeated VSK and Zicky Dice of... Matt Myers, or not Matt Myers, Brian Myers Learning Tree <laughs> God damn it. Uh, in a handicap match. Um, after During the match, Scott DeMore says that Morrissey will challenge Moose for the title at no surrender. Um, after the match is over, DeMore has been told by a product, production assistant that OGK are causing mayhem outside. So, hey, what does he do? He goes out back. And he says, Hey, you can go to the press box and you can watch the Gresham Macklin match, but then after that, you gotta get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> tough of course, tough know, talk. To, yeah, people, yeah, I mean it was, you know, people are causing <clears> trouble <throat> outside. Why not invite him inside? That's great.
1: Now, Corey, uh, do you think Moose will be in the Royal Rumble?
2: I I was gonna say that for tomorrow night, but I mean okay. short short answer, I do believe he will be there. I agree. I think he'll be there. He'll be uh he'll be number thirty one. And he'll throw <laughs> out he'll throw out Roman Reigns and everybody she, else I, that I hate. Gonna <laughs> but there's going to be 31 people this year. Shane, it's, it's the Forbidden Door, so might as well have 31 entrance. Forbidden
0: Door. Yeah, I know. I got gotcha. you.
2: Um, Jonathan Gresham defeated Steve Macklin for the Ring of Honor title. This is actually a really good match. Um, I'd say probably second match of the night. Um, and then of course after that match is over, after the Ring of Honor title match is over. Um, the O.G.K. leave the leave the box, and they're they're giving people a bunch of shit on the way out. And P.C.O. scares a bunch of the security guys because he's wearing chains and he looks like a monster.
1: He's a what do they call him? A partial
2: cyborg?
1: Cyborg something.
2: He's like a he's like a Frankenstein because they keep like revving him up with a car battery, like in uh, Crank with uh, Jason, with Jason
1: Statham.
2: Statham. <laughs> Uh Doc Gallows and, and Doring defeated Heath Rhino and Slater in a tag match. And then the main event of the evening, the match of the night, of course, obviously, Josh Alexander defeated Charlie Haas by submission with the ankle lock.
1: So Charlie Haas isn't out for a long time because he just got hurt. I heard.
2: Well, this is like they filmed two shows in a row. Oh, okay. and this was the this was the second of the two that they filmed and. After the show, I guess he was stretchered out, but he said he was fine. But now he's angling for he's angling for a job in AEW, apparently. <laughs> so that's good. You know, Impact, Impact lets you come in and have a main event match with one of their top guys, and you know you get hurt, and then you want to go to the other company. But hey, whatever. And then, of course, to close out the show, um, the the OGK and Slater's team all have a brawl to end the show. And then Maria stands on the, the catwalk up there. And she says, she says we used to believe in honor. We used to follow the honor code. She said, this is honor. No more. And then the show goes off. Huh? So who who was that at it? the end? Maria. What's that? Oh, Maria. Yeah, Maria Kanellis. Bennett. I
0: mean, it doesn't matter to me. I just want her off my TV. but <laughs> Maria Bennett. All right, so uh, the things I'm looking up right now are, um, yeah, Cardona said that Murdoch always treated him like shit when he was on the roster in WWE.
2: Oh, I forgot um, about that, yeah. Yeah,
0: he's happy for Trevor now. It sounds good to see him wrestle, but we need a real champion in NWA. Um, and then I'm trying to find where Trevor Murdoch fires back, but I won't let me... Yeah, I'm look it up right now. But if you guys want to go on the on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, Boston Open Podcast just came out today. General Murdoch fires back.
2: So, so, so here's a, here's a qu- here's a quick question. We talked about this in group chat. This will be a fun little minute, minute and a half segment here. So, do the people here agree or disagree with what Bubba Ray Dudley said about uh, John Moxley
1: that he has the fans an apology?
2: Yes, he didn't say he owed the boys an apology. He said he owed the fans an apology.
1: <clears throat> um, I'd say that he's—I I would say that he's not wrong. Although I think that's not the best way to put it.
0: Shane, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't uh, agree with Bully Ray. I think um, things that happen on the outside of the ring and outside of your life should stay on the outside. Um, obviously, the way that. 2022 is now. Everything is in the forefront. Your whole life is in the forefront. So um, everybody knew what was going on anyway. Um, The fans seemed to give him a warm welcome. He was dealing with his own stuff. So um, he looks like he's doing well now. And yeah, I don't think he owes anybody anything. I mean, if if anybody, he probably talked to Tony Khan on the side. Tony Khan gave him the time off and said, hey, get yourself straight. Do what you need to do. I think that's the only person that matters, you know, with uh his boss, Tony Khan, and then his family at the end of the day.
2: Well, he probably threatened to give Tony Khan a wedgie if he didn't give him the time off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I
0: think I yeah, I think I think Bully Ray um, uh, he kinda sticks his nose into a lot of people's business. I
1: know well, that's, to do that. that's part of his gimmick though, on the on the Yeah,
0: part of his gimmick the and podcast. It's part of
2: the,
0: Also for yeah. listeners to it open. Yep. See
2: oh. see here here's how I feel about it. Is I don't necessarily feel that Bubba Ray is right in this situation, but at the same time, I mean, like, he's allowed. I, I feel like he's allowed, you know. I mean, you're allowed to give your opinion on shit. You, you are. Know, sometimes sure. people want to, sometimes people won't agree with it. Sometimes people give you a bunch of shit for it, but he's allowed to have his opinion. And if people don't agree with it, that's cool. I don't really think that Moxley owes you know his fans an apology um, necessarily, but if he wanted to give one, that'd be cool. But yeah, I just feel that you know, you know, Bubba said what he said, and you know, he's not he's not right, but you know, he's allowed to have an opinion about it.
0: Right. I mean, absolutely. I mean, that's why we have a, that's why we have a podcast. I
2: mean, did, did you guys did you guys see uh, what was it? Uh, Renee Dupree. Gave a uh, gave an interview and he said about Bubba not wanting to do dark matches. I think it was against oh, him and Lance Cade. And he called he called him. He says he said I don't call him Bubba Ray. He says I call him Blubber
0: <laughs> <laughs> Blubber Ray.
2: Jesus, Renee, you wish you had a career, buddy, didn't you? you yeah, it he, so bad.
1: That's sour grapes, there,
2: right? Well, at one point, I remember, like, there was, like, huge talk about him, and they're like, they're going to make him the youngest champ ever, even younger than Randy Orton, and then nothing ever happened with him.
1: No, apparently he was not great in the locker room, and everybody fucking hated him, so that didn't help either.
2: Yeah, apparently apparently at one point, Vince told him to stop doing that stupid dance he did in the ring, but he, you know, like, people, like, loved to hate that dance, so he kept doing it, and it pissed off Vince, so. (laughs) God damn it.
0: Uh, anything, or...
2: anything else we can pull up Or are we good for tonight or...
0: Yeah I was, a very, I was just trying i was still trying to look up the Trevor Murdoch response But um, it won't It's nothing's coming up right now It just has Matt Cardona talking about What, what was me Matt Cardona um, But no Other than that tomorrow night um, This show will be uploaded on ASAP And then tomorrow night we're going to do our Royal Rumble Preview and our picks Apparently, mine will be set in stone because I cheated the one time.
2: What so. was Shane? Was that was it the you said to be prepared for a game? Is that included in the Rumble show tomorrow night? It
0: is. It is. Okay. Yeah.
2: God damn it.
0: Yeah. So basically, <laughs> I'll uh, I'll preview it and I'll and I'll tease it on on this show to get our get our, all of our listens for the next show as well. Basically, I talked to Tobin about it in the green room. I want you guys. We can. We can all. We can all triple team it to name all 30 women in the women's raw rumble. So right oh, now there's, only 20, there's, there's 21 names in the rumble right now. I counted today when they previewed the card on raw on Monday. So there's nine names that are left. So I want us to play, play that game. Cause we are always just like, how can they find 30 women? And so they're going to pick some women from NXT, maybe one from NXT UK. I don't even know who's on NXT UK at this point, women wise. Um, but yeah, you never know, uh, and yeah, we'll talk more about uh, rumors about some a potential legend coming back at the Royal Rumble, or uh, some potential revolving door, or forbidden door, special uh, appearances.
2: Yeah, and we'll we'll, we'll we'll exactly. give our pick. We'll give our picks for our own stupid game that only we care about. And nobody else would. <laughs> absolutely,
0: <laughs> you, cares. you care.
1: Care about. That. And then that's, uh, that's yeah. why we
0: do the show. Yeah, absolutely. We do whatever we want. I don't care about what anybody else thinks. I care about
2: Yeah, suck on that, listeners. Yeah, <laughs>
0: listeners. I do whatever I want. We'll do whatever the hell we want to do. We'll talk about whatever we want to talk about. Uh, my name is Shane Gazowski. Mike, Loki, Strike Tobin. Under the weather, thanks for coming on. I'm here. Corey, Smug, SOB Black. Thanks for making it a late night. Coming on at this time, tomorrow night, Raw Rumble, Rumble Preview. We'll be uploading it on wherever you get your podcasts hit us up on social media on Twitter at 33 and the third pod and on Instagram, 33 and the third podcast just uploaded today. Corey smuggled. SOB black in his Roman reigns t-shirt.
1: Yes. I finally, that, uh, I finally put it on there. So the
0: oh boy. The internet officially has, has exploded. Corey you, putting on a Roman reigns t-shirt. And again, if you're listening to this show for the first time, Roman Reigns doesn't like, or Corey doesn't like Roman Reigns. Well, okay, I don't think. Probably I don't like think
1: me now, yeah, so. I, I was just gonna say I don't think Roman Reigns likes Corey either. So
0: no, maybe he doesn't. But do, like, doesn't like is an understatement. <laughs> so this is lost, Corey lost that he's a man of word and of integrity, intensity, and intelligence. And put on the shirt. He bought the shirt. Number one, and he put on the shirt, and it's posted online for the interwebs to see.
1: Whole, the whole map is to see. and where can you find this picture Shane
0: you can find this picture on our Twitter at sign 33 and a third pod so please hit us up on there with any ideas that you want us to talk about any classic pay-per-view cards to talk about after we talk about our last very first pay-per-view theme Lucky Strike Tobin's Wrestlemania 2000 that's correct
1: that is correct, WrestleMania 16, if you will, baby.
0: Yeah, if you will, baby. Uh, they went to the year <clears> of <throat> the 2000 there for the W2K stuff. So, yeah, WrestleMania 2000, our last uh, retrospective for the My First Pay-Per-View theme.
1: And then we'll have to and do another that. theme coming up after that.
0: that. I, don't even, I don't even know if we want to do a theme. I think we should just do, like, random picks. Spin that wheel, make that deal, baby.
1: I'm in.
0: That's nice. Yeah. And we'll just uh watch the pay per view and then we'll uh we'll talk about the show. So all that upcoming right here on the thirty three to thirty percent podcast for me, Shane Gazowski, Corey Smug, the Black, Michael Lucky Strike Tobin. We bid you adieu. We'll talk to you next time. Up next is the Royal Rumble preview. Thank you, and good night. So are you guys looking for something to eat for breakfast? You want some Frosted Flakes, Reese's Puffs, Cinnamon Toast Crunch, some shredded Wheat? Get that out of here. Eat what Big Papa Pump Scott Steiner himself eats. Big Papa Crunch. It's a 141 two-thirds chance of being a balanced breakfast. And if you want to get those big muscles from Big Papa Pump Scott Steiner and get those freaks for the Big Bad Booty Daddy eat some Big Papa Crunch in your breakfast tomorrow.